0: Welcome to Morning Commute. I'm Brad Doles.
1: And I am Sam Albert. You know, Brad and I have been friends for many years.
0: Uh, That's true, probably know, five or more. And we've built this friendship on making conversations that we talk about basically anything we can think about.
1: It's like no topic is off the table. And so we wanted to open that up and share that kind of talk with other people. Yeah.
0: So we devised this podcast. It's a 20 to 30 minute podcast in which we just kind of freeform talk about the things that we talk about all the time.
1: We hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the morning commute. Hi Sam. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. How are you?
0: I am doing well. We oftentimes talk about the different ways people look at the world. And I'm curious, I have a thing to show you, and I'm curious what your take on it is. Okay. What do you see there?
1: Well, I see a picture of Mark Zuckerberg, creator and founder of Facebook, next to a picture of Data from uh-huh. Star Trek.
0: And, and what do you think that they're trying to invoke there?
1: I believe they're suggesting that he is an android, perhaps?
0: Do you see anything problematic about this comparison?
1: Um,
0: don't feel bad if you don't, because I didn't.
1: Here's my question. Are they saying in this picture that he looks like Data, or are they saying that he is a holder of Data?
0: I believe that they're saying that he is similar to Data.
1: Uh, okay. Meaning incapable of feeling.
0: Yeah. I would, I would just say android-like. Okay. Part of this is seeing what you pull out of the image as well, because I don't want to influence you too much with what I think the image means.
1: Looking at it, I see many different options. Right. If they're saying literally, here he looks like data uh-huh. if they're saying literally he looks and behaves like data like an android right, right. who doesn't necessarily understand emotions but facts only or is he saying because i know there's been a lot of arguments lately and concerns about the data that facebook itself has and holds and who, who they release it to and who they sell it to and where where it goes and are they talking about that kind of data i don't know
0: I think it's more as a comparison of Mark Zuckerberg to data. Okay. I two.
1: will say Zuckerberg has incredibly smooth skin. Ah. And may I say, always, always have I been attracted to data. Yeah, me too. Did data ever get to have a woman? Yes. A real woman or an Android woman? Real. Yay, data.
0: Is there anything else that seems, that, any other details that you pull out of that comparison, I guess?
1: Not that I can think of. What are you thinking?
0: I'm not thinking anything, but there was something that was brought up that honestly I kind of think is ridiculous, but I'd like your take on it. Okay. Uh, I listened to a podcast called The Greatest Generation. It's a Star Trek podcast. It is billed as a Star Trek podcast about from two people who are a little bit embarrassed to have a Star Trek podcast. <laughs> uh, it is humorous in nature, but it has such popularity that it has gotten different groups on Facebook. And I joined one of those groups on Facebook. And it's just people who are fans of the show talking. And this image of Jordy working on the back of Mark Zuckerberg's head popped up. Again, giving the impression that Mark Zuckerberg is using the his similarity in image to data as his robotic-like actions as being like data, right? Mm-hmm. Probably the first comment on there is, you should probably pull this down. It is anti-Semitic. Oh, Lord. That the reason people make this connection is because Mark Zuckerberg is Jewish and Jewish people are a stereotype of them as being robotic and feelingless. And that's why that comparison is being made. And
1: what are your thoughts about that?
0: My thoughts are... I sympathize with what they're saying, but I think that they're wrong. A lot of times I look at it the way I do, the the way I first initially looked at it, which is I saw the image. I see Mark Zuckerberg as being kind of robotic and a little Mm humanity-less. And I think that that is initially just the comparison they're making. I don't think of Mark Zuckerberg as being Jewish Mm -hmm. I don't really think of anybody as being Jewish, honestly, except for maybe you, just because we've had talks about it. But I think there's plenty of things to be upset about in the world, and maybe that one's just a leap too far. I'm curious what your take is.
1: Well, as a Jew, I don't have a lot of feelings about this because we are emotionless, robotic people. (laughs) I mean, come on. I think it's ridiculous.
0: One of the first things I have to ask is, is that an actual stereotype of Jewish people?
1: If it is, it wasn't one that I had never heard. I mean, I know that that on the whole, Jews are known. A negative stereotype is that we're greedy, money-grubbing, we run Hollywood, all we care about is cash.
0: Yeah, I've heard all of those. I haven't
1: heard the... Robotic. Yeah. Trust me, I'm related to a lot of Jewish people. None of them are robotic. I think it's ridiculous. And, and it speaks to actually what we've talked about before. I think we have gotten so crazy careful as a culture. Case in point, and I don't mean to, to go off on a weird tangent, but there was this model, her name is Chrissy Teigen, and she wrote Happy Memorial Day. And people were disgusted that she wrote Happy Memorial Day because it is not a happy day. It's a day where we remember people who lost their lives. In service of our country. Yeah, I don't think she was saying, rah, rah, sis, boom, let's celebrate the dead people who suffered for our country. I think the intent was, you know, it's a holiday, hope we're all okay during this holiday. But she got all this flack because she accidentally said happy Memorial Day. Do you know what I mean? We've just gotten so crazy careful. I can't stand it.
0: I don't think that it's wrong to be careful because I think that being careful is Just being thoughtful of other people, but it reaches a different level. Like, I'm not even sure in that particular case, Jewish people are the ones that are offended. I think on every level, everybody's ignorant of who are doing this are ignorant of the crime that's being committed, except for the people on the outside saying that there's a crime being committed. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know if I'm using this terminology correctly, but I think I am. Virtue signaling? Are you familiar with? No, what's virtue signaling? The way I think of it, and I could be wrong, audience, correct me if you know more about it. I'm not sure I have the willpower to look it up right now, but it's this idea that you're kind of like showing what a good person you are by calling other people out.
1: Oh man, I think I've done that.
0: (laughs) Um, It irritates me because it seems like it's people looking for a fight when Mm -hmm. there are actual fights to be had out there.
1: This reminds me of something. Sure. So years ago, when I first started at the radio station, there was this commercial running for, who's the, we know a thing or two, because we've seen a thing or two. Anyway, doesn't matter. There was some insurance company that did a funny commercial where a dog, a group of dogs, when their parents were out of the house, started the sink water running and filled up the house and started doing like dog synchronized swimming. Mm -hmm. And I posted it on our Facebook. And it was right around the time that there was horrific flooding happening somewhere else in the country. And some woman said, I think this is extremely thoughtless of you and insensitive that you would post this when people are, their lives are being destroyed by floods. And it was another moment where I thought, you've got to be kidding me. This is a funny commercial about dogs doing synchronized swimming. And you're equating this to the damage and devastation of the floods.
0: Right. What do you think that comes from this desire to be offended? Do you think it's actual? I guess is one of the first questions. Do you think it's real?
1: I have no idea. I also got it once. Here's another example. We did a gag on the radio about me walking Pilot Butte because I'm a pretty sedentary person. So I walked Pilot Butte over a weekend and I took pictures of what happened and what I could see. And one of the pictures was me lying down with a note that said, please call 911. And I posted that and someone said, That's awful. That's horrible. That's so insensitive. And again, I thought, have we lost our ability? Like, have we lost the nuance? There are nuances to things, there's intent to things. And if we have lost the ability to see the nuances in jokes and the intent behind jokes, I have very little hope for us as a culture.
0: Yeah, I struggle with it a lot because I have this desire to be a good person, but also. Mm -hmm this belief that we shouldn't take everything so gosh darn seriously.
1: Well, also in this idea that what happens to us is somehow meaningful to somebody else. And as much as I wish it were, and as much as I consider myself to be an empathetic person, sometimes almost too empathetic, where it becomes unhelpful, Mm -hmm. um, this idea that, okay, maybe this woman who was so offended by the 911 thing, that's because her husband had a heart attack on a hike, right? And so that was very triggering for her. But I'm sorry, that didn't happen to me. And so therefore, I'm not triggered by this. You know what I mean? And I don't think I should have to police myself because someone is triggered.
0: That's an interesting take for me because I remember an improv show that we did. And I don't remember the specifics of it. But we had some sort of bit that had something to do with a dog. Mm -hmm. And... Someone got up and left offended because they had a military dog that had died or something like that. Right. And our our skit, I think it was precise enough that it was like a military dog or something that we had in the, in the skit or something like that. And who mm-hmm. knows what happened to the dog in the skit. I mean, when you're doing improv, they could have been burned alive for the humor of it. Who knows? Right. But the idea that we should police ourselves to that very specific thing. Like, all right, I won't have police dogs in my skits anymore. (laughs) How far down am I going to dial this until we're completely safe? And we've had this conversation before on here about what you get to joke about and what you don't. I definitely do think that that dial can get a little bit too fine-tuned when it comes to being offended about something. I think that you should be sensitive to things that people are sensitive about. Mm-hmm. But also, if you're someone who's sensitive, you should be sensitive to the idea that not everybody is going to react the same way that you do.
1: That is exactly it. And understand the nuance of humor. And here's my argument I would argue that the person who got up and left had absolutely every right to get up and leave if it wasn't a man, if he was offended. Let's just say I it was a Yes. Okay, so I think he has every right to get up. What I would oppose would be he writes an angry letter saying, how dare you with the police dog
0: Yeah, skip. And that was yeah. the impression that I got is that he was very – it was how dare you towards us. He didn't actually, like, write a letter or anything, but –
1: Yeah, but, but he's formed yeah. out in such a way as to make it clear. Yeah. Ugh.
0: And we've had more than one of those in the past, and I'm always – sensitive to it, but also, I mean, there's, that's a a pretty good example right there where at the end of it, I was like, nah, I don't feel bad about that. We need to have some window that we can do humor inside of. The point of it being funny at all, whatever the joke was, is it was ridiculous, right? We were pushing a boundary. So that was the part of it that became funny.
1: Well, and the other thing is, The 911 picture, as soon as I got that letter from a woman who was like, you should take this down. This is not funny. I immediately was like, I better take this down. I can't believe I hurt someone's feelings and I felt so terrible. My morning show partner at the time, who also happened to be my boss, said, don't you dare take that down. Nobody tells us what we're allowed to post. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And he also said it wasn't coming from a vicious, mean place.
0: Did you even respond to it?
1: I can't remember. I know that the one about the dog swimming, I wrote back and I took it down. I said, I'm so sorry that it never even occurred to me that people would take it this way. I'll take it down.
0: <laughs> I have a final story that's kind of tangential to what we're saying, but it just reminded me way back in the day, I used to work for movie theaters, right? Uh-huh. And we were playing Saving Private Ryan and somebody was having a Kind of flashback episode at the mm. of Saving Pirate Ryan. And enough people had complained that we had to ask him to leave. Unfortunately, I had to ask him to leave.
1: Oh, gosh.
0: So I went down and I told him, I'm sorry, you're disrupting a lot of the other patrons. I'm going to have to ask you to leave. And he said, okay. And he picked up his coat and he was walking out with me, and he said, oh, can I, can I get something real quick? And I said, sure. And he walked back to his seat, and he looked at the guy sitting next to him, which I believe was one of the people that came and complained, looked him in the eye and went, <laughs> you! And then turned around and walked out. I'm like, oh, that probably wasn't a good idea for me. <laughs> But I just always thought that, that transaction was funny. Like he kind of so clearly was like, oh, yes, there is this one other thing that I have to do. Do you mind if I just kind of go back to my seat real quick?
1: To cuss out the person who complained about me. Or, or totally the it wasn't
0: like to deck him in the face or something.
1: <sighs> Bringing it all full circle. I'd be curious to know if the person who said take down that Zuckerberg data picture was jewish
0: yeah i would be curious too because it is a forum board i had i didn't even know the person yeah because that
1: brings up a whole other thing is do you have the right to police someone if you're not jewish
0: i mean the answer to that probably is yes because i mean i don't know if you get the right to police someone but you get the right to be offended for someone Mm -hmm. because that's what we're doing right now right with all of this
1: yeah that's true you're right And that's empathy, which is something we want to encourage in this society.
0: Yeah. It's just, there is a question of how far is too far. And I think my answer to that is, I don't know. I don't think it's an easy answer. I think there are some times that I know it when I see it. And I don't think this is even one of those times. Part of the reason I wanted to show it to you is to see if you pulled that instinct out of it, especially being Jewish, if you pulled that idea out of the image what you even thought about it but i think that there are times especially even in my own life where i could think of things that i may have said that would be insensitive to someone else around that i was in mm-hmm. the wrong i just wasn't thinking and my intent was not poor but my actions still may have been mm-hmm. i don't know where you draw the line of how much we tolerate. I don't know. Am I making sense?
1: Yeah, it's extremely tricky. But for this particular example, I feel confident as a Jewish person to say that it wasn't even on my radar that this was making any sort of anti-Semitic suggestion at all.
0: Yeah, and you feel comfortable being a spokesperson for all Jews?
1: I mean, I was elected by my uh, B'nai B'rith society, so I feel pretty good about it.
0: All right, good, good, good. Uh, the local
1: Chabad house said, I'm the mouthpiece, so let's go for it.
0: All right, for everyone out there, if you have any input that you'd like to give into this on either the Jewish people <laughs> in general <laughs> or the idea of being offended, go ahead and send us a voicemail at anchor.fm forward slash Warning commute Sam Brad or...
1: Email us, please. We'd love to hear from you at morningcommute, sambrad at gmail.com. Thanks,
0: everyone. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.